I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Moshe Siegel. Uh, Moshe is a LinkedIn consultant, uh, helping his clients stand out in a creator-filled market by owning their unique talents and personality and connecting that to their ideal audience's needs. Um, I was lucky enough to meet Moshe very recently, I guess last week, uh, involved in a, a LinkedIn challenge. And so um thought it would be great to have him on the on the podcast and, and kind of talk about that, you know, your your LinkedIn expertise. But first, let me just start by saying thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. And why don't you just start just give us a little bit of your background, kind of tell us where you came from and then and then certainly we'll we'll talk and talk about LinkedIn. I think it's uh it'll be really valuable to anybody listening, whether they're in real estate or business or honestly, just trying to sort of build a build a career for themselves. Totally. Yeah. So uh, probably did not take the classic, you know, go to college for marketing and develop that into social media, eventually LinkedIn approach. Um, I actually started as a rabbinic student. That's really where my career career started, spent a bunch of years studying, actually did my uh, ordination in Israel. And um, super cool, eventually ended up in Dallas which is where my rabbinic career started. And part of that actually interesting, I know this podcast often focuses on real estate. Um, what ended up happening there was I kind of had a crowd of people that I had connected to, a younger crowd that we were building more of a social Jewish group with. And the area I was living in where the Jewish community was, was very expensive. And it was really just too pricey for most young couples, young families to buy in. And myself and another guy said, hey, let's do something about this and let's go start another community somewhere else, which is, uh, you know, kind of a side topic relevant to LinkedIn. But in terms of that's really caused me to to create. We, we ended up, you know, looking at different areas, trying to figure out where we would fit in, which is the right price and, you know, low crime rates and good school district and all the different things you're thinking about when starting a community. And uh, eventually we found a place. It was actually a place called Richardson, Texas. Anyone that knows DFW probably recognizes the name. Um, and we just, we, we started there, you know, we, we started a community from the bottom up and it was, uh, you know, we created our own nonprofit and in terms of like growing and building, I mean, we, it, if you, anyone who's ever it's a startup, basically, you know, anyone ever done a startup and probably similar if you're starting out in real estate on your own, when you're doing everything right, you're, you're doing your own marketing, you're doing your own operations, you're doing your own fundraising, you're doing your own from A to Z. It's, it's, a, it was me and a partner and our wives and, uh, we, we built it from scratch and it was really an amazing, amazing process. And that's really, uh, you know, taught me a ton, a ton about just businesses, operations, marketing, all of these things. Uh, we were there for about five years, successfully built up a lot of areas of that. Eventually, for personal reasons, we ended up moving back towards family. Uh, you know, my wife's from Baltimore. We're now in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's just out of D.C. And, um, you know, the I was kind of looking at, you know, what where to go after that? What was my next step? And I was actually talking to a career consultant also, and she was giving me certain points and tips and stuff that she thought. And I, and she mentioned like, you know, a lot of the soft skills, what you're describing to me, 
doesn't actually sound like a rabbi. It actually sounds like a professional marketer. And I'm like, that's so interesting. Like, where do you see that? And she pointed out like all the various skills and like projects that I showed her that I had worked on and how like, if you just call it by a different name, which is basically what it was, that's really what I was doing. And I, I naturally have a very tech savvy, naturally it's good as computers, good at these types of things. I was active on LinkedIn myself for my own account and building kind of, you know, uh, highlighting my, my, my nonprofit and the community we were building. And so it really, honestly, in terms of LinkedIn, it's kind of funny how it started. I'll share quickly. Um, really a friend of mine came over and said, Hey, I saw you're active on LinkedIn. I know you're good at computers and technology and I'm not, can you help me with it? And he knew I was moving on and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Like happy to help you. And he's like, well, maybe you can like help me create content and stuff and we'll post it and we'll see where it goes. He's actually in the construction side of commercial real estate. And, um, and I, I said, sure, let's, you know, let's, let's see where it goes. He's like, look, I'll pay you a little bit, no commitment on either side and let's see what happens. So for a couple months, I was still in, in Dallas then. I was still working my regular previous rabbinic job, started doing it on the side. And then slowly another friend heard, hey, I heard you doing this for this guy. Uh, would you be open doing it for me? And soon it just kind of like work, kind of like evolved. And I was seeing success with it. I was getting people, you know, raising their voices, getting them seen more, helping them create content that resonated with their audiences. And uh, as I then moved to Maryland, I'm like, you know, I think let me like network a little bit, see if there's like real potential here or not. Found some great people on LinkedIn itself that kind of were a few years ahead of me, which is always like, you know, our goal on LinkedIn when we're networking is finding the right people and connecting to, you know, helping people out that you could help out and finding mentors for yourself and connect, connect with people that can help you. So found the right people. And uh, I wouldn't say the rest is history because I think we're all kind of in, still in the process going forward. But that's kind of my background and how I got where I am today. So yeah, that was about a year ago. I've been doing this for about a year now. And uh, still here. Well, the yeah, I mean, in you know, the history is still <laughs> history is still being created, I guess, on on that front. Um, super cool story. I mean, it, it's it's funny, you know, you, you were you were building this community sort of out of a need, right? In in Dallas, you you decided it was too too costly to be in one area, kind of. But I mean, ultimately interesting that you met with that you know career consultant, and they said you know that's a marketing. You sound like you know someone who's a, a marketer because I, I guess that's really what it is, right? Like that's what that's the idea with especially with social media, whether it's LinkedIn or any, you're, you're essentially creating a community. That that's the that's the point, right? It's not. There were so many parts of it. That, like I wasn't even like thinking in those terms, but like, hey, why would someone move into my community? I'm trying to get young families to move there to be part of this. That's number one. Number two, like we work with city council and different organizations to help us just get the infrastructure in place we needed. So it's explaining to them, hey, why is this good for the city of Richardson to have a strong Jewish community? That, like there's so many parts of it that I wasn't even necessarily conscious of at the time, right. but I had worked through all of those principles. And then the main one being like community building, people that are here, how are we taking care of our people? How are we helping them fill their needs? How are we helping them feel heard, growing, developing as families and stuff? And like, it's really just shifting that from a physical place to a online community, which is really very similar to trying to find your people online and connect with them in a real way and really help each other grow with each other and support each other. And it's really not that different. It's surprising. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I never would have thought of it in those terms, but as soon as you said that and, you know, kind of that suggestion from them, like, like that makes total sense. I'm mean, like, yes, that's, that is literally the point of social media is to create a community. Right. And it's like, you're 
it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter specifically what platform we're talking about. And the, the community structure might be a little bit different on LinkedIn versus Facebook versus Instagram or TikTok or whatever. But like the, the point is you're you're trying to engage an audience uh, and, and create your own community of, of I guess, like-minded individuals. But so I would guess that you were using, you know, some level of social media while you were kind of making that move to Richardson? Was that was that a part of your strategy in creating the community there? So it was part of it. A lot of it was we had built up like kind of, it was almost like a social group more. Uh, strongly from Facebook was pretty big at that time. Okay. Um, again, we never really thought of it as like a business the same way. Like it was like kind of, that's almost like a reframe myself, how we viewed it. We viewed it more as like an ability to help, you know, just people share their heritage together and connect with each other and create meaningful shared experiences. Um, and it really, I mean, it evolved into a full nonprofit and and stuff, but in its initial stages, yeah, I mean, it was, it was Facebook. LinkedIn was not super big in, you know, in this sense at that time, I kind of just promoted it there because I liked LinkedIn, but uh, Facebook was probably the biggest one for that in terms of growth of the community. And then also it was like events, you know, when you start putting together with people and you probably experienced this also is like once you get a certain reputation of hey uh you know jason helped me with this deal that person will tell his friend that he helped you and you kind of like word yeah. spreads naturally once you start helping people and that's part of the beauty of community building is when you start providing value to people people start associating you with that value and then when their friends are talking to them and they need help they're like, yeah you should talk to jason like he's great at, in this asset class or wherever it comes up so, you know, we had great events, whatever it was, you know, a holiday event or whatever it was, and people enjoyed it. And then the next time we were on the event, we're like, hey, why don't you guys bring your friends and let's keep expanding this kind of network outwards. And that was how a lot of the organic growth came also. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's really a fascinating structure. And, and, you know, like your friend that came to you and was like, I don't, I don't know how to use technology and I need to, can you help me? I mean, I, I feel like I'm that friend in a lot of ways. Like I've been, <laughs> that's what it's like why that LinkedIn challenge was was something I, I really wanted to do. It was definitely outside my comfort zone and, and it it wasn't easy, but I, you know, I think like super valuable in terms of the connections that you make and 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 what it teaches you. But you know, you took that to another level in that you've sort of created a, a business around it and helping people do that. So I guess, you know, you said LinkedIn because you like LinkedIn. Are are there things specific to LinkedIn that you think are better for, you know, that community building, the business, what, why LinkedIn, why not something else? Some people say you should be on every platform. Like there's a lot of different, um, I guess, opinions, you know, sort of directions that people push for, for, you know, social media connections. What, what are your thoughts on that? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Great point. Um, first of all, a lot of times when you say, yeah, was it better to be on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn? Like, sure, you want to be in everything, like go be in everything. Like, probably the more you get it out there, the better it'll be for you. Don't deny that. But for most people, especially people that are busy and they have their own businesses, um, they're running stuff. You just, it's not practical. So you got to kind of pick what's the most effective usage of my time. What's the best place for me to spend my time? Where am I going to get the most value out of? So when you ask the question like that, the question is, okay, so which one is it? So there's a few things about LinkedIn and one really big one that I think makes it very unique and stand out uh, from the other social medias, especially in terms of networking and building a business. So obviously, you know, it's more businessy in general and 
people want that style for their business, it, it naturally fills that. But there's another amazing part of LinkedIn, and that really is the organic reach you get on LinkedIn, which is unique from other platforms. Like on Facebook in general, to use that as an example, um, the only people that will really see your content are people you're connected to. Um, that's, you know, your friends that you're connected to, they'll, they'll see your content. They could like it or not like it, but it doesn't really get that same organic reach going outwards from there. Whereas on LinkedIn, let's say me and you were connected. So you make a post about some real estate deal you're, you're working on. And now I comment on your post and whatever I comment, my connections, which are not connected to you will some of them, however, the algorithm determines, will see your post because they'll say, hey, you like Moshe Siegel. Uh, he commented on this post, so this might be interesting to you. So you get that organic reach outwards. Now, if I'm connected, especially, you know, if you have targeted connections to help you grow, that's part of, we could talk about that if you want, but that's why it's important to not just, you know, connect anywhere. And yeah, if, you know, if I'm some random person on the other side of the world who has nothing to do with your business, it won't help you that I comment on your post. But let's say I'm connected to other real estate investors and I'm part of those circles. When I comment on your post, that brings you now over to this whole other, you know, network of people that you don't even know about, you're not connected to. And when you can build that up over time, LinkedIn is really unique in terms of the amount of organic uh, people that your message can get that you don't even know about and you don't know who they are. And when you're building a business, that's super helpful. If you want to just like, tell everyone what you ate for dinner and just share your life. Sure. Like you don't care for people you don't know to know about that necessarily. You just want to send, share with people that, you know, but if you have a solution or if you're trying to raise money or capital, let's say in real estate, or if you're trying, whatever you're trying to do, you have a certain solution you're providing as a business. You want everyone who you can solve their problems with to know about that. Sure. And LinkedIn is definitely, definitely the place to be to get organic spread beyond your personal network for that. That's yeah. a really, really cool part of LinkedIn. It, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I mean, that doing that challenge was a real eye opener for me personally, just in the in the level of it. Was, it seems like, you know, when used effectively or when used appropriately, it's it's tremendously effective. I mean, people just that that the people that have been doing it for a while and, you, you know, like yourself and some of the other people in the challenge, like, you know, it. it they have so much engagement on their posts, so many people that are, you know, seeing it. And it's like, you, you clearly have to put in the work, but it, it, it does seem to have the, the, you know, sort of desired effect in terms of, and, and like a measurable desired effect. Like you can literally look and see like, okay, there's all of this, uh, you know, outreach that's going on when you, I, I, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit just like strategy wise, you know, one of the things that I found um, interesting about the challenge was people would post uh, tips or like the algorithm likes this or, or so, you know, how do people know that? Like, how do you know what, what the algorithm likes? I don't, I, maybe this is a stupid question, but I'm like, I kept thinking, that's like, how do these people, clearly they know because it's working for them, but I'm like, how do you know what the right <laughs> thing to First of all, people are? like me waste too much time trying to figure these things out. That's probably the main answer to that question. But um, no, it is a, it is a question. I want to add one caveat to something you said before, and then I'll come back to answer your question. Seeing a lot of engagement and a lot of of uh, things, just as especially if people are listening to this that haven't done this yet. First of all, you should just know that that's a long term game. It takes time right. to build that up, and it's not even really necessary. I tell this to people all the time, to clients all the time. Like, 
even a post that gets poor engagement, you'll still be seen by hundreds of people. Like you'll have like, 300 people that will see your post when you're starting off, even if you get two likes and, and a comment, you know? And like, if you could get that in front of the right people, we're not, we don't need 5 million people to, to, to connect to for our businesses. We need a handful. A lot of businesses, you get one or two good partners. That's really all you need. So mm -hmm. number one, I would just say is don't get too caught up with the algorithm and all the numbers and the engagement. It's, you know, it's nice and it looks good, but there's a lot of people that are doing great business on LinkedIn that you don't even realize because they have small accounts, but they're good. They're targeted. They know what they're trying to get at people. They've developed a brand recognition where people know them in terms of the solution and they're suggested accordingly. So I would say, you know, there's a, there's a, a bigger picture strategy that you can use towards LinkedIn that's it's measurable in a different way. You know, it's measurable more in terms of brand recognition and network power more than just engagement. You know, like you do a lot of silly posts that will get good engagement, but no one's going to, they'll associate you with, you know, scrambled eggs for breakfast, not commercial real estate. So it's not going to help you. Um, that said, there are some, you know, there are a lot of uh, tips and tools and tricks and stuff that that help the algorithm. As a basic one-on-one, what I always like to tell people is, first of all, like, don't spend all your time chasing these tips, <laughs> honestly, because it's like, just get started and keep this in front of your mind. What am I doing? Like, be intentional. I'm very, in like all aspects of my life, like, I like being like intentional, like, What's the goal of what I'm doing, right? Like, why am I on LinkedIn? Is it for likes and engagement? Okay, then there's a certain content you can post that will make that grow quicker. Is it is it to connect with people in a certain demographic, a certain place? So keep in mind what you're doing, right? And when you have in mind what you want to accomplish, then you can kind of filter out a lot of the other noise of what everyone's saying and what everyone else's accounts look like and how, you know, all the, the glitter and glitz that social media often brings along with it. So I would say focus on the most important thing to do. And this is often when I sit down with a new client, you know, I do ghostwriting for clients. I also do um, just consulting and helping them figure out what's not working for them and how to make it work better. And one of the first things I always do is say, hey, let's concretize who is your ideal client or your ideal audience on LinkedIn? Who are you trying to reach? You just want like, we don't need everyone in the world to know you. We need a certain person who you want to be. I wish my audience was a thousand of this type, whatever that's going to be. Yeah. And clarify that in your head. And I have a certain process. I use the different questions. You could, it's really just trying to think through who they are, you know, what are they dealing with? What would resonate with them? Trying to understand your, if you know, you can Google it, it's called creating a, an uh, ideal client avatar is you can Google it and find a thousand of them. You could reach out to me and I'm happy to send you my template. But um, it's it's creating that and getting into their head and figuring out what does my what does my ideal audience want from me? Like, what do they need to know? And then the other half of that is kind of what your podcast talks about is knowing your why, knowing yourself. Like, how do I how am I unique that I provide that? Like, why am I not the same as stepping commercial real estate into LinkedIn search? And you'll have millions of people that will pop up. So how am I going to stand out from everyone else. And the answer is like, you, you mentioned this to me in advance when we were kind of talking before the show started, like we're each our own like story. Like each one of us have our unique approach, our unique personality. Like we'll connect with different types of people, even if we do the same thing, just because we're different, we have different backgrounds and different skill sets. And so kind of like owning, knowing like, who am I, how do I provide the solution? And then you combine those two parts of who am I targeting and who am I? And 
when you start thinking like that, you can approach LinkedIn so much more intentionally where it's not just like, hey, how can I get people to see my post, which there are great tips and you can learn these things on, but it's more, how can I talk to my audience that I actually want to get in front of? What can I say to them that will make the right audience uh, connect to me and want to engage with my posts and you know want to reach out to me to create inbound leads? You know, that's really a lot of what I like to focus on more than all of the, you know, the tricks and I need to post at 9am or 1130, 3am, you know, all the, the different tricks and stuff. In the end of the day, if you're consistent with kind of your bigger picture plan and you actually stick with it, which is the hard part for a while, you'll find your audience, you'll get there. It always happens. The reason why most people fail isn't because they don't get enough. It's because it's hard and it takes work. And you saw that with your 10 day challenge is you got to commit to it and it does take time, but you know, you can find ways to do it quicker and easier. We could talk about that a little bit. Um, and just know that, you know, it's, it's going to take time and you got to put your time in. Yeah. I mean, like anything else, right. You're trying to, you're trying to grow business. You're trying, you, you've, if you need to figure out where the right place is to put your time, you know, where, you know, strategizing it's, it's not just, as, as you mentioned, you're strategizing your ideal avatar, you're strategizing, you know, kind of who you want to reach and, and why you would be interesting to them. But also, like, you've got to come up with that plan, as you said, as to how this is going to how you're going to make the work actually happen, right? And it, it's like, I said, it before we started recording, I was like, I don't know, are people just literally just sitting in front of LinkedIn all the time? And, uh, and maybe they are, and, and it's working for them. But, you know, Maybe you could talk about that a little bit, kind of what some of those strategies would be. And, and we'll definitely, um, as we get to the end, we'll, we'll definitely get your contact information for people who are looking for help in this area. So um, hopefully we, <laughs> I imagine uh, there's a lot of people that need help in this area, myself included, but what do you kind of look at as far as the strategy for, you know, sort of just not getting overwhelmed by it? Sure. So first of all, I would say decide how much time you want to spend on it and don't do more than that. Like live within what you can do because if not, you're just going to get burnt out again. We're talking about a long-term strategy. It's not like a quick fix. We're not running a, an ad for two weeks and, and, and seeing what happens with it. We're building a brand. And when you build a brand, that means, you know, I, I always say LinkedIn is like a big networking event. If you show up to a networking event that goes on every day and you show up once a month, no one's going to know who you are. They just, they're not going to. But if you show up consistently, over time, people start seeing you, you know, frequently, and then they start just like meeting you and knowing you, and it's natural. So you still can't spend three hours a day, you know, networking events without what are you spending time on your business. So I always tell people, figure out what, what, what can you afford to spend on your long-term marketing efforts, right? Let's say it's a half an hour a day. Let's say it's an hour, three times a week, whatever it is, figure out what works for you. And and don't do more than that because in the end you're gonna just fall you're just gonna fall off the train. That's gonna end up happening. So figure out what works for you. Now within that time you have, you know, if you have time, it really depends on what your struggle is. So for some people the struggle is content creation. I would say even if without anything at a bare minimum, start looking for people in your niche in your field and engage on their posts. That's honestly the easiest way to start building a network and growing on LinkedIn. You don't even have to create content. Other people are doing that heavy lifting. They're creating content already. So if you find people that are in your general conversation and start engaging with them and engaging with other people in their comment section, 
because they're all talking about, you know, relevant niche concepts. You can grow a lot by just showing up and talking and sharing your knowledge, your experience, your expertise without doing any of your own self-creation. That's just like coming in and chatting. You could get a lot. I know a lot. I know people that that I was talking to like a guy recently reached out to me. He said, Hey, I, I see you do LinkedIn consulting. Here's what I'm doing currently. Um, you know, is there anything you can add to this? And I and I said, you know, the main thing I could really add, I'm like, what are you looking for now? And he told me his strategy right now. He used to be very content focused. He's purely just engaging with people now. And through engaging, he strikes up enough conversations with on other people's posts that bring him clients. And, you know, I would add one caveat to this, which is it's important to bolster your profile page um, because that's your, your profile page is really your sales page. Because when you're commenting on people's pages, on people's other on other people's uh, content, once you start connecting with people, they're going to want to check you out. And the way they check you out on LinkedIn is they go to your profile page. And if you tell them, hey, I'm Moshe Siegel, you can go check out mine if you want as an example. Um, I do LinkedIn consulting. I can help you get your message out to the world. I can help you get inbound leads. I can help you grow on LinkedIn. So now if you were debating, hanging out, with me or not, it's very clear from my profile page what I do. If I just said, you know, social media consulting and had no information, it's less likely you're going to reach out to me. So I would say yeah. if you're overwhelmed by LinkedIn, number one, you know, upgrade your profile page. You know, I do have a service. If anyone's interested in that, I can give you a profile audit. We can work on that together. But update your profile page. Get that optimized that the basic question you want to tell yourself is, and, you know, we could focus on this if you want. I don't want to steer anywhere. Let me know where you want to go. No, no. But you want no. it to be super clear for your profile page that what exactly you do and how you help people and what you provide for them. Make that be super clear on your banner image, on your tagline, and on your about section. Everywhere you look, it's like, Nobody should have any doubt of how you can help them by the time they've read that. And that way, even if you're just engaging on other people's posts, but, and I say engaging, I don't mean just to clarify, Hey, great post, uh, nice idea, cool story. I mean, like adding to the conversation, right? Not just, you know, empty compliments, but if somebody gives like a commercial real estate deal, they did ask an interesting question. Oh, how did that play out? It, you know, in the, whatever with ABC, you know, a real question, a real conversation, Imagine you're talking to a person and trying to start a conversation with them. It's kind of how I always tell people to engage in the comment section. Like it's not a screen. You're talking to a person at a networking event. You wouldn't say nice sentence <laughs> when right. they introduce themselves to you. You would you would engage. You would ask them back a question. You would start a conversation. So use that. So I tell people that are overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. I would say that's a great place to start. You know, just start with the engagement, upgrade your profile page and just Find people that are creating content in your niche and focus on them. Yeah. I mean, it makes a ton of sense. I actually saw, it's funny. That, I mean, it, it, not funny because it makes total sense, but I saw a, a, some post or something the other day that someone made about, about just that, your profile page and optimizing your profile page and basically saying like, if you don't put in your profile page, what you will do for other people or help that like the value that you provide to other people, then they don't care what you like. They, it's, it's not like a, it, and it makes sense, right? It's like right. people ultimately want, you know, they want to connect with someone that they can help them. Um, if, and so it's like, it, it's just a, looking at all of those things just a little bit differently where it's like, instead of, you know, my profile saying, I, 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 it's like, for you, I can this and like that kind of thing, like just a different, a different, 
you're probably saying sort of the same things, but just the totally. way that it. I mean, imagine to in, in, in real estate where you come to someone's profile and they say, you know, I don't know, five, you know, twenty million dollars under management, five hundred doors under management, versus somebody saying, "I can help you escape your corporate job through passive investment." Like, just think about how those two would resonate in an audience, per the person reading that. Yeah, yeah, it's it sort of getting away from the the, I guess, boasting versus you know, like opening yourself up to, to helping others is, is yeah, I think a... also it comes from a lot of people used to view LinkedIn. And I think it's because what's how it started more of like a resume. And like on yeah. your resume, I don't tell you how I'm going to help your company on my resume. <laughs> right. You know, right. maybe you should, I don't know. But in general, you talk about what you accomplished and what you've done and your skill set. Right. So I feel like people used to use, you know, your profile pages. This is my resume. I just tell you what I've done and what I've accomplished. But just the way LinkedIn works nowadays and the possibilities of networking and connecting with people it has so much more potential than that it's almost like a waste to yeah. limit it to that yeah well it's moved it's moved from i guess the the resume phase to the interview phase right now it's like you're you're in you're actually talk you know should look at it as if you're talking to the the prospective employer client whatever it is relationship and and having as you said like having that conversation and and that's where you will tell them even if you, if someone's read your resume, like you're not going to the interview to read them your resume again, you're going to them to tell you specifically how that resume makes things better for their company. Like that's hundred percent. Uh, so I, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it, it's just a matter of kind of shifting the way that you look at it and, and use it and, you know, sort of put it out there. It, it, it's really is kind of fascinating to see. Right. Um, do, do you think, well, no, I want to. I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Do you think LinkedIn's better than any of the other? But I guess it, it really just depends on what you're trying to what you're trying to accomplish. Which of the again, uh, being intentional of what you want to do, figure out what you want, and what's the best place for that for B two B for for networking. I mean, there's there's no, in my opinion, there's very little close to LinkedIn in that sense. Yeah, yeah, makes total sense. Um, all right, well, let me let me switch gears, Moshe. I wanna I wanna get to the part where I get to ask you all the questions uh, that I ask each guest. Um, they're not tricky. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> first one, based on the the name of the show being "Know Your Why," what what is your why? What what kind of drives you? Obviously, you're you're looking to help people. So, what what is that? What 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 goes into that? What what's the you know the meaning for you? You know, it's funny. We we talked about this a little bit earlier in terms of the community building aspect, kind of transferring from physical, you know, community building to online community building. I often feel like I have certain clients that I'm talking to them. And I'm just like, I feel like I should be paying you to talk to you. Like you're doing such an, like such awesome stuff. Like you're just, you're helping people and you're building businesses that like make a real difference in the world. And I like to like interact with you and like, okay, I, I know I'm helping, I'm providing value, but sometimes I just, like I view it as like, wow, like this is, I'm just like fortunate that I get to provide value to people whose missions I connect with also. And like, I can really get behind. So I would say like a part of my why is sure, it's, you know, in the generic sense, it's, it's helping people and it's growing, but it's also like providing people, especially I, I love working people that just have shared values with and, you know, similar types of growth and, you know, meaning beyond just making money and beyond just like, you have like a certain like meaning in life and vision for what you want your company to do and how you can help people. You know, I, I just, it's, a, it's, it's fun to be able to, <laughs> to help them get their message out and help them be able to connect with people that, you know, once I connect this person with that audience, like they're helping them, like it's making a difference to the, to their, to their clients, you know, not just to them, but helping their business. But, you know, I, I haven't 
really dealt with anyone that I don't believe in their product yet. So I guess it would be different if someone was scamming someone or something like that. But I mean, if you have a real solution that you believe in, the, the most amazing thing you could do is to give people your, like, give that to people. You know, it's like, you're not just right. in sales, it's you're in sales because you believe that your product will genuinely help them. So my why is really, is really that in community building, you know, in my first kind of rendition of community building, it was finding more outside of the professional sense, more in the personal sense of finding a place of meaning for your family, a place of growth for yourself, for your kids. Here, it's it's really not that different. It's really, it's helping people find that, almost like find the same thing, finding their why in their business and being able to connect their why, their journey, their growth to their audience and uh, sell their product and help people through that. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. And I, I think uh, that, that perspective on it of, you know, you're working with people that, you know, you're, you're excited, you're passionate to work with them. Their, their, you know, mission sort of speaks to you. And, you know, you said you haven't, you know, had to work with anybody that you didn't really believe in their product. And I would, I would probably argue that don't, there's no reason to do that. Right. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. I've referred people to my clients for their services multiple times, just because yeah. like, I believe in them. I'm like, you know, I have one client who's like a life coach who's, I just get content from him. And I'm like, what you're doing with people is awesome. Like you're literally changing their lives. Like, this is amazing. So if I think someone's relevant, like, you know, relevant someone in a, in a heartbeat, I'll say, Hey, go talk to this guy. He's going to yeah. improve your life. Like, why not? You know, and like, that's awesome that I get to play a role in all sides of that. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it, it uh, yeah. It's so cool to be like be in that connector type of position and just like helping people in, in multiple directions. Right. Um, second question for you. T tell me something about yourself that um, maybe isn't common knowledge, special skill, a hobby, something just to let the audience know you a little better. Um, yes, well, I guess we already spoke about, you know, most people on LinkedIn probably don't know that I was a, you know, a communal rabbi for many years, but I think in this podcast by now, they probably already discovered that. Yep. So um, <laughs> that, that, that's probably not such a, such a, now, I think as people don't know, I love playing basketball. Actually, oh, it's cool. interesting when I was a rabbi, it was, uh, didn't really have much time for that. It was much more, much more, uh, 24 seven. So now I fit that back in, which is a lot of fun. I enjoy getting, getting back to that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the, the biggest surprise to people was normally that, you know, the, the, the jump from being someone who's much more inner kind of in a religious community focused to something much more social media focused is. I haven't seen so many of them, but yeah, yeah. You know, like we mentioned, it's not as wild as you might think once you kind of look at the inside of it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. I mean, I, I feel I feel the same. Like I'm I'm a veterinary surgeon in, in real estate, and it's <laughs> like those. You know, it's like not <laughs> that's not typically what you think peanut butter and jelly. Like they don't necessarily go go together. But it, at the same time, like I'm finding there's so, so many, no matter what your background is. And I find this from, from other guests as well. It's like, no matter what your background is, it, it has prepared you for whatever the next steps in life are, like whether that's business or, or, you know, marriage, kids, whatever. Like if you're, if you think about it and you sort of sort of take, take a step back and say, okay, wait, what, what I did before, you know, may have had a title, but what am I really doing? And that's like, as you mentioned, you had that um, career consultant, like kind of put it that way. And it's like, yeah, of course, that's exactly like, that makes total sense, right? It's like, of course, I'm, I was already just, I was building communities, like, I'll just do that online, that kind of thing, you know, just, 
it does make sense to have that um to, to really take a, a close look at what your past you know sort of really set you up for moving forward right and in addition it's like kind of playing off what you just said it's it's it also what stands you apart in your field like hey how many other veterinary surgeons are doing commercial real estate on linkedin so like use that not in, i don't mean like use it in like a bad way but like you know it's stand apart like yeah. what did you learn like what did you, what are the lessons you learned from veterinary like from veterinarian life to real estate life i'm sure there's stuff right and nobody else can talk about that other than probably you <laughs> yeah. yeah no no it's a it's a great point um all right so i'm sure people are going to want to reach out to you what's what's the best way so honestly the easiest way you can find me on linkedin uh moshe siegel m-o-s-h-e-s-e-g-a-l um type it in um if you want i actually just finally got around to i'm making myself a landing page so you can go to moshesegal.card.co. That's M-O-S-H-E-S-E-G-A-L dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. Um, and you can find me there. But honestly, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. <laughs> so that's always a good place Makes to sense. find me. Yeah. Makes sense based on based on your business. Um, okay. And we'll we'll put that stuff in the show notes too. So so people have it. Awesome. Um, final question for you. What what is a piece of advice you would give to someone who a lot of times I'm saying getting started in real estate, but, you know, sort of getting started in, in real, I guess we can apply to any business, but just trying to get their, their foot in the door, the first, first steps they might take to expanding their LinkedIn um, connections. Yeah. Great question. Uh, I think it's probably the same with real estate or with anything. What I would suggest uh, LinkedIn is one example of that, but that is um, find a mentor. <laughs> That's really a, uh, it doesn't, if you want to hire a coach, sure that that often speeds it up, but you don't even need to do that. When I was starting, I reached out to a lot of uh, LinkedIn consultant, ghostwriter type of people. And I just said, hey, I'm interested in getting involved in this field. And it's kind of what I've been doing until now. Uh, would you be open to having a chat? Can we talk for 20 minutes, a half an hour? And some, you know, be ready. Some people were just like, no. <laughs> you know, not everyone is friendly and helpful, which is fine. Everyone's busy with the time. I'm not judging anyone. But you will find people that will say, yeah, sure. You know, I, had, I remember I had one guy who has a pretty big company, big following on LinkedIn. He's got he does LinkedIn consulting. He's, I think he has like 30 people working for him. And he said, you know, you know how I got here? I got here because people helped me get to where I am. And I'm always happy to pass that forward and, and speak with somebody else. And he gave me lots of advice and tips. And you know what I would tell someone who's starting in any field is find people that have done it a few. Don't go, don't jump people that are like 20 years ahead of you because it's just over your head. But find someone who's a little bit ahead of you, ex has been through the experience you're experiencing. And just try to network, you know, try to find them, try to just reach out. Don't be scared, you know, reach out, be like, Hey, can we jump on a quick call? Like, explain yourself. Don't just ask for a quick call. Cause that a lot of times people will just be like, why, like why? If you say, Hey, this person actually mentioned that to me. He said, people ask me all the time to jump on calls with them, but I just assume by default, they're trying to sell me something. But since you said, I'm trying to build up a business, I want to know, you know, I'm wondering if you, if you'd help me for a little bit. So I was happy to do that. So I'd say the same thing, you know, reach out to someone, say exactly why, if you can make it a little personal. I followed your journey for a little bit. I really like the content you're putting out. I'm trying to figure out, I'm, I'm in real estate and I'm trying to create LinkedIn content. You know, do you have a little bit of time to chat real estate? I'm venturing to guess many people would be happy to help out people that are behind them because you know what? Most of us had people that did that for us. Yeah. And uh, that's what I would, that's what I would tell people is don't be scared of reaching out and uh, just, you know, go for it. What's the worst thing that happens? They say no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's a great point. I mean, I mean, again, it's yeah, something that probably could apply to whether it's 
getting getting uh, more proficient in LinkedIn or in real estate or anything really like find those people that that can help you you know sort of take those steps is, is a really great you know, just don't, don't waste your time recreating the wheel like people yeah. you know just it just saves so much time and frustration yeah. yeah right it's very likely somebody's already done it so just <laughs> take, take advantage of, of that exactly um, they want to help you there's a lot of good people in the world you yeah. know yeah absolutely absolutely yeah that, that honestly that that's probably one of my biggest take-homes from that linkedin challenge is just like how like gracious so many people were with like their their tips and like you know someone like messaged me and was like hey a little bit of unsolicited advice i hope you don't take i was like no no please i'm not upset at like like literally like very thankful that that happened and it's like you have to i guess be willing to hear you've got to be willing to hear the no's you got to be willing to hear the the um you know constructive criticism to to grow and it's just like it was it was so cool just to see how like everybody kind of uh supported each other and stuff th during that so it was, it was yes, very... i would add on all sides you know now that you're mentioning that one of the things that i found on linkedin much more is it's it's a much more supportive environment also than a lot of other social medias uh, in terms of just the general toxicity versus support i mean overall on linkedin i i, I don't i mean that you see stuff and you unfollow them whatever you don't want to be part of but in general it's such a supportive community yeah. people are really working together, building businesses up. It's a much more positive social media experience than what you often find on a lot of other ones. Yeah. You don't, don't really hear about like LinkedIn haters. It's not like, yeah. it's yeah. not I like, mean, you, you know, you can come across these things here and there and yeah. whatever, a lot of spammy DMS and stuff, but yep. in the overall far, far less than anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, awesome. Well, listen, Moshe, thank, thank you so much for coming on today, taking the time out. Um, I, I feel like you, you gave a ton of really, really actionable tips for people. So thank you for coming. Thank you for taking the time out. I, I truly appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Awesome being here. And I uh, you know just offers open. Anyone needs help, feel free to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, folks listening, I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this episode. Please uh, like, rate, and review us so we can get more great guests like Moshe. And thank you as always for listening. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.